0: What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to today's show, season three, episode 13. We have some incredible guests that we have on today. Uh, We've had her on before, so uh, you're going to maybe be able to recognize her if you've seen a previous episode. But Uh, It's a couple, right? So we really want to make sure we have an opportunity to talk about marriage. Mm -hmm. But I think it's really important during our shows that we talk about marriage from a vulnerable standpoint. You know, we want to make sure that we talk about, you know, the bad things and the good things, not just about the good things. So Mm -hmm. our guests today, um, we're really going to have an opportunity to really ask them some challenging questions. And they're going to have an opportunity to share some challenging things. Yeah, I'm excited. How are you doing today, love? I'm good. <laughs> She's like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. All right. So, welcome to the show. Um, we also want to let you know that we do perfectlyblendedevent.com. If you want to head there, if you're interested in having us come on out and, um, you know, put on a two hour uh, workshop at your local church, we can do that. So, if mm-hmm. you go to perfectlyblendedevent.com, you can check it out. So, without further ado, let's introduce our special guests. Yes. Hey, everybody. So, we want to welcome Phil and Mary to the show. How are you guys doing?
1: Good. Good. How are you guys doing?
0: Doing fantastic. Good. It's awesome. We absolutely Good. love having couples on the show. Yeah, we do. Uh, you know, especially since, you know, Christy and I are a couple on fire, right? So, we refer yeah. to ourselves as mm-hmm. that with our show. But, yeah. you know, it's really important that, you know, we talk about individuals, but how those individuals actually are able to make their marriage work on a high level. So, yeah. we have you guys on today. will don't you do us a, a um, in the beginning, we want to talk about a little bit about each individual of you, right? So Mary, won't you share a little bit about with our listeners? I know you've been on before, but let's kind of refresh Mm -hmm. everybody and let everybody know what you're up to. And then Phil, if you don't mind, after her, you can go ahead and let us know a little bit about who you are.
1: Sounds good.
2: Okay. So I, well, I am a wife and I, we have two kids, um, a five-year-old and a -a two-and-a-half-year-old. I am an author. I wrote a book last year. I'm in the slow process of writing my second one, but that's like the very early stages. Um, I'm a birth doula, so I don't deliver babies or catch babies. I support women and partners while they're doing all of that, um, and I'm super busy with that. I'm getting more clients than ever right now, um, and yeah, I think that's everything, and then I'm about to start a summer Bible study with women.
1: So that's what I'm Good. up to. Yeah. She stays
2: busy.
1: <laughs> so I am a full time worship leader at the River Church uh, at our Waterford location. We've been there together since last March. I started there uh, the first Sunday that COVID shut everything down. So my first Sunday there on staff was uh, leading worship to an empty auditorium and to the camera. Uh, before that, I led worship full-time at the River Church Grand Blanc for six years. In between there, uh, we spent a season out of ministry. I was working at my dad's company, uh, PHO, which is like residential buildings. So I, I did that a little bit in between. Um, but that is my, that's, that's my main thing. And uh, with, with ministry, yeah, it keeps me busy enough and uh, the rest of the time is spent just trying to uh hang out with the kids and uh, see mary enough and uh we are we're currently building a home as well uh, so we're living at my parents house which uh is has its own challenges as well good times they are uh, lovely. yes oh yeah no no it's it's a very very great situation um so we're also uh doing that with a you know a more full household than normal so that's been a lot of fun as well
0: so mary what made you uh want to get to become a doula like what is it that really drove you you feel like you know is is the main driver behind that
2: yeah so when i had both of our kids uh, my labors were rough i feel like it's a safe (laughs) word and um in my first labor i had my sister as my doula but she wasn't Tra- not nothing against her she was just wasn't trained and I had a lot of it, just, it was really rough and so for my second one um I had a professional doula and my sister there and I just realized the benefit of having mm-hmm. someone who is trained and knows what's going to happen and can take a step back and um guide people through this crazy process yeah. of labor there's a lot of emotional and mental and physical battles that you're fighting um and i just love birth i love learning about it and seeing like every birth is like a miracle i just love mm-hmm. it so i think just like experiencing it for myself and realizing the benefit of it i wanted to be mm-hmm. that for women yeah. i think that would probably be the biggest driving force
1: yeah definitely
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's great. So Phil, tell us a little bit about what drove you into to music, just in general, and then of course into ministry.
1: Yeah, so I I got heavily involved in our like worship program back in like high school and college, and that that was kind of the biggest thing. Like I think going out of high school, I I knew I wanted to do ministry, and I really wasn't sure what that was going to be. I actually tried to go away to a couple of Christian universities and. The Lord uh, very clearly shut all those doors, um, and it was really because of that that I got very involved in the like our college ministries worship uh, team, and that was really where I was like, oh okay, like this is what I want to do. If I would have went away to Bible college as a freshman, they would have asked me what, well, what kind of ministry, and I probably would not have been able to tell them. So it really was the Lord that worked, kind of worked that out, kept me home, and I really got plugged into that, and just knew that was really um, my, my heart. I know we're going to talk a little bit about marriage too. me staying home from, uh, for college is where I met Mary too. So it's really cool looking back on frustrating times early on in my life and seeing how the Lord, um, really used those. Um, but it's like part of our story too, is me after 60 years of ministry, stepping away from full-time ministry um which was a really interesting time for us like it was something we knew the lord had for us like he was like all right like it's time to to step away from it and then a year yeah yeah it was really difficult and then like a year and a half into that he was like all right it's time to go back and like it was really a time of like i'd always think i had looked like what would it look like if i wasn't a full-time ministry like that that was always a little bit enticing and the Lord kind of was like, all right, you can try it. And then he used that to go, all right, now, you know, like this is where you're supposed to be. And, yeah. and that's it. No more questions, no more like second guessing that. Um, so yeah, it's just really something that has always been passionate in my life. We just, we love music. We, we bond over music in that way too, you know, it's mm-hmm. so just like that worship aspect of the gathering is always just, so sort of been so powerful to me and something that I love opportunity to leave people in uh as much as i i can
2: <laughs> yeah and while we were out of ministry the lord told us each individually that we were supposed to go back and then after a few months we were both like i kind of want to go back okay good because i want to go back too and yeah. so it was just very clear um so that, that was what we were supposed to do mm-hmm. and we both missed it more than i i didn't think i'd miss it like i was ready to be regular citizens. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But we both missed it and we know for sure this is a Yeah,
0: be, so. It is a blessing when you feel like your spouse and you are really on the same page, especially spiritually yeah. in something like that as a calling. You know, it's you know, Philip, you know, you being, you know, the leader of your home, it's like, okay, I want to make sure mm-hmm. that I do, what's, you know, it's going to work for my family and for my wife. And, yeah. you know, you know, the calling on on ministry, it's like, okay, get prepared. You better put your Nikes on because this can get crazy yeah, definitely. and, you know, very time mm-hmm. consuming. So it is a, that's a big blessing that Mary, you were, you know, yeah. you were yeah. feeling the same pull. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's amazing how God can do that for us. So yeah, that's yeah. how you know.
1: Yeah. And we you know, like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and as men, like trying to lead that, you were, it's like, hey, I love you. I want to run this stuff by you. Like, and you're like, Lord, I hope we're on the same page right away because like, I, but unluckily, we always, we haven't always been, but we were yeah. Yeah. in those situations, you know, which is just so nice because sometimes, you know, as trying to, trying to lead the family, you're like, all right, like I really gotta, I gotta, gotta push this. Because I know this is what we're supposed to do, um, but it's worked out. Yeah.
0: It is hard because as a, as a man, you are trying to do what's best for your family, but at the same time, you know you you want your spouse to say no i agree yes with everything that you say that's a great idea <laughs> and it doesn't it isn't always that, that simple now is it no bad
2: why, that's why.
0: <laughs> yeah no. so uh really a, a big question that that we want to ask you guys you know for our listeners is you know you're busy. I mean that's that's apparent. Mm-hmm. You know, everything you guys talk about as a doula, you know it's when the phone rings, you don't get to choose. Like, no, I'm sorry, you need to keep that baby until the morning, and then we can work it out. You know, yeah. so you know your your schedules are crazy. So how how are you guys intentional about your marriage? Like, how do you make time for each other?
1: Mm-hmm. You want to go first. You want me to go? Uh, you go first. So I, I've just been thinking about how it really helps that we're both passionate about what the other person does as well like her her doula stuff like I joke with her I'm like hey if you ever need a backup doula like I could probably do it you know because I'm just like I'm in it with her you know like I'm, we're having these conversations um when she's researching something it's not just like she has to go lock herself away somewhere you know she can be like hey isn't this interesting I was reading this and, you know, and, like, it's something that I've learned along with her, and also, like, I've come to understand how important it is, you know, like, so there's no, there's no, you know, jealousy or, like, disdain for, like, what she's doing, like, I believe that, like, she is supposed to be doing this, you know, as well with yeah. raising our kids and, you know, just being an incredible wife, like, I know that the Lord has given her this gift to do, Um and, like, you know you want to support that so that in itself helps take care of some of those times when it's like she's gone and there's one some birth could be three hours another one could be 12 hours you know so it's like or 24 you just never know you know so for me it's like if it's just me with the kids and she's gone it's like i know that like she's doing what she, the Lord has her to do you know in the season so um that really helps just with, with like when she's gone but
2: yeah um and, and, and with that, like watching your spouse do something that like makes them come alive and as they're gifting like that, I love that he goes away to, they do prison ministry or camps where he's leading worship um, and like ministering hands-on and he's exhausted, but he comes home and he's just like fired up because mm-hmm. he's being changed in people and he's like getting to like do ministry hands-on, and it's hard for me to be mad. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I've been home with the kids for three days, I'm exhausted or, I had to go to a doctor and come home when there was no one here to watch the kids because we were gone. there is none of that because I know that that is where he's supposed to be. God called mm-hmm. him there. He, is, he comes alive, I guess, are like, I don't know how else to word that. But yeah. like, it, there's, yeah, like you said, there's no jealousy and wa- wanting to help each other get there. Like, I think early on in our marriage, I was like, don't go, don't go, or like make him feel... Like, I still don't want him to go because I miss him.
1: She still loves me. She'll text <laughs> me after four hours of work and she's like, "See so you coming home? Half <laughs> day? <I'm> like, <laughs> but, like, no, well today, it. Hey, babe. <laughs> but what I mean by that is I feel
2: like it would be easy for me to be like, why do you have to go? Or like, don't they know you have whatever going on? And yeah. now it's like, fine, like, go ahead and I'll take care of it. And we'll be able mm-hmm. to come back. But I don't feel like really answered. Well,
1: yeah, I'm I was going sure. to say, but like practically, like, spending that time together when we're like, it's just making it intentional, you know, and communicating about it too. Like, Hey, like we've been busy, you've been busy. Like we need a date night, you know, and being willing to call in whoever we have to, to get babysitters for the kids. You know, it's like, we, we have a lot of friends with younger kids and we're always trying to encourage them. Like, Call somebody if you need us to watch them. Like bring them over, but like you gotta go out and you gotta do something wow. just together. Like it's a, mm-hmm. you know, Molly is five and and ander you know, it will be three in August, and he they both just can talk nonstop. You know, so it's like if it's the four of us together, like we're yeah. having a blast, but we're not having like mm-hmm. deep conversations Everything or really.
2: We're trying. Right? Yeah,
1: or like we're not checking in with each other, you know, as much when they're just like going, you know, a million uh, miles an hour, you know. So it's just like it just has to be intentional. That that time together doesn't just happen, you know. And we're just, and the world's just getting busier and busier too, and trying to, you know, distract us with every every angle. So it's like communicate and like make a plan. Like it's okay, you know. Sure, I'd love everything to be spontaneous, and but it's like. It's not like that. You sometimes you just gotta be like, we're going out this night, like it's gonna happen, and um, yeah.
2: I think yeah. Yeah. All of that, and also like our priorities are like, I I work out or I I clean the house. I'm not saying I don't do those things, but at the end of the day, when our kids are in bed and they're both sleeping on the weekend, like we're hanging out. We'll watch a movie together. We'll talk. We'll catch up. It's like. That's some people, and that's fine. Some people use that time to like clean up the house or get their workout in or like do separate things. But I think 99% of the time, after when our kids are sleeping and we're both home, we're hanging out. Mm -hmm. Like, that's Mm -hmm. I think that's part of it. We're utilizing all the time that we do have.
3: And it's great that you guys uh, are telling our listeners how you spend time together because not all of our listeners are friends with you guys on Facebook. I'm friends with you guys on Facebook and you know, you can uh, like from an outsider looking into you guys' marriage, you guys' marriage should be like, In a magazine, like Chip and Joanna Gaines, you know, all these beautiful, you know, these little blonde haired babies, you know, everybody has these huge smiles and literally, I know that you guys are both happy people, but if someone doesn't know you on a personal level, just looking Mm -hmm. at your life from from facebook you guys' life looks like it's an an unattainable thing you know for a lot of people so that's why another reason why we like having couples on that are vulnerable and open to the struggles Mm -hmm. like hey we really have to make it a priority for our marriage yeah because you guys do like you have like a beautiful family like magazine family it's it's absolutely gorgeous so
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You can tell you guys put a lot of work into it. And I think that's why it's important for people to know, like this stuff doesn't come easily. You know, it takes a lot of work. Having Mm -hmm. a three and five year old is crazy. And (laughs) especially if they love to talk. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are talkers. Our kids, most of our kids are major talkers. So, it's like, you got to, you got to know how to like, okay, I got to organize this and I have to really put mm-hmm. a, a priority on, like you said, date night. That's something Christy and I took on years ago. We're like, look, we have to make this a priority. Like, you know, Phil, you said something about being, you know, spontaneous, like our yeah. women want spontaneous and we yeah. want to be spontaneous, but yeah. let's be real. Spontaneous isn't practical all the time. Like yeah. we need to schedule <laughs> some stuff. Like we need to make yeah, sure these things happen, you know? So yeah. You know, and that's so that's really important. I think that's a big takeaway. Something that you you said early on, both of you really said, and it's like it was almost it was a natural thing. And I can appreciate that is you guys don't really talk about the thing that like, Phil, you don't you don't just talk about what what you do and what you like. You talk about how you want to purposely enjoy what Mary enjoys and vice versa. And I think that's. I think that's super intentional and maybe you guys have been doing it long enough now to where it doesn't, it's not even feels intentional anymore, but I think the listeners need Mm -hmm. to really pick up on things like that. It's important that we know that marriage is work and you, it's not like, Oh, my wife, my wife likes to go to the play, So I'm going to go to the play. Like, that's what I'm doing. I'm doing my duty and you know, I'm being doing my job. And it's important that we know like, no, like I, if she enjoys this, like I want to make sure that I understand it and I can enjoy it with yeah. her to a certain degree. And I think our listeners need to really pick up on that type of stuff because that's intentionality at its highest level. Like you have to be, and it gets better as mm-hmm. things go along. Like you may not like everything, but you should make an effort to want to know and care. Yeah. I yeah, agree. definitely. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. 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 I mean, not everything yeah, we and, do, but it's important that we do yeah. right, put the intention in. Yeah, there are
2: definitely things that we do separately, um, but we are together as much as, yeah. as we can, and I
1: don't know if I cut you off. No, I feel like with ministry too, you know, like ministry is so, I like, can be so busy, but there's also that flexibility in it where I'm like, hey, like, can you guys come with me tonight to our, you know, addiction recovering gathering or something like things like that where it's like, I don't it sure it's probably a little more inconvenient for me to be trying to prep for something with kids running around our auditorium you know and everything but like it it's fun and then we're together you know and it's so it's like i'm i'm getting done what i'm supposed to be doing and i'm doing my job and we're like ministering to people we're still together too you know and that's something that as the kids have gotten a little bit older we've been excited about the possibility of doing that because you know when and or with a baby it was like no chance like i just had to go and do what i had to do when molly was a baby you know same thing yeah. like she was really stuck with, with that but now that they're a little bit older it's like no let's like all load up or, or even the kids i'm like molly like come with me tonight or come, you know mm-hmm. just trying to take those opportunities to do those things all together even when we're just trying to get something done you know
2: yeah and we enjoy being together i think that's mm-hmm. another part of yeah, And anytime I've gotten to serve on the worship team, um, doing sign language a few times. So we get to hang out those times. And, and then mm-hmm. even like, I always say, how was practice? How was this? Like, you know, he'll say things that are over my head and I don't really understand <laughs> some of it. But like, I try because yeah. I know he loves it. And yeah, I, I definitely think it's important. And to us, it's, I think it is just natural at this yeah. point, but to, like actively know what the other person is mm-hmm. doing and know about it. So you can have a conversation about
0: it. Yeah. It takes work, but it's, that's the thing that can be a hope for other couples is like, you may be struggling, Mm -hmm. but like put in the work because later it won't feel like a struggle. You know, you'll, you'll still be putting in the work, but it just won't feel like as much work, which is Mm -hmm. really what we're shooting for in the first place. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mary, on last time you were on, you know, you shared about your book motherhood and you shared, you know, some, there's some intimate stuff in there that is just really powerful for other mothers to really, you know, here. So, you know, if you have an opportunity, you know, we'll make sure to put a, a link down below so you guys can check out her book. But, mm-hmm. you know, you shared some depression in there, you know, and that's real. You know, it's real. It's it's something that that I know how mothers are. They don't, you know, they they want to put on the the happy face all the time and the pretending like everything's mm-hmm. okay, but in all reality they're suffering on the inside. So, you know, you you shared on that, and I really want you to share again here in a minute. But after that, Phil, I really wanna, you know, ask you and you have you share with our, our listeners you know, a little bit about how, how that, how that impacted you, you know, how, how did that impact you and, and how did your role come to be in that? So Mary, if you could, please, maybe you can share a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. So after we had our son, um, I don't know how long after, but I started realizing that just wasn't really okay. And I didn't really know, like, I think it happened sort of slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized I just didn't have it in me to do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I never felt like I was doing anything right. And my, he did not sleep. That is a huge part of it. Like we, I was sleep deprived like all the time. Mm-hmm. And I had this pressure that I put on myself that I only have two kids and I've always wanted kids so this should be easy and it should come naturally to me and so, since I'm not. No. I got myself into this place where I basically said my kids would be better off without me because I'm not good at this. And my husband seems to be able to work a full time job, come home, take care of the kids, and therefore I'm damaging them by just like being so tired and like sleeping on the couch and or like laying on the couch that I'm just gonna leave. And I had a plan to leave, mm. um, not very detailed, but I had like ideas in my head of what it would look like until I finally just finally shared with him, like, I'm not okay. And he was like, I mean, you can share your side, yeah. but he was like, fine, let's make a plan, let's do this, like, let's. I'm here with you. I remember feeling like I felt better and then having like going back into it and then feeling guilty that I had to like, that he worried about me. And he, I will never forget, he would just like, I knew you had depression and anxiety, or at least struggle with anxiety before I married you. And like, I'm not leaving now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that, yeah. yeah, that's sort of my spiel. That's
3: awesome
1: yeah I mean if on my side of things, like it was definitely something that you know you talked about the our marriage looking like uh just this, this this perfect thing and like it was that was definitely a season where there was a lot of tough conversations and a lot of you know I mean I know any young parents out there know that like when the baby starts crying and one person starts getting mad, they're not even she wasn't even yelling at me, she's just yelling, and then I'm getting mad back, you know, and then you're fighting, and it's all fighting because human just you know won't close its eyes and it's like and you don't know you're like what what are we even doing like why are we arguing about this or why are we getting out for each other and it's like it's just because you're just you're sleep deprived or you're dealing with this depression and like
2: and it's
1: a huge adjustment yes, like, yeah yeah
2: in general
1: yeah mm-hmm. and I know like for me I I knew that she was having a tough time but I think at first it was more like oh it, it it's just gonna work itself out though like it'll work mm. itself out It'll work itself out you know and we kind of got to the point where like she was like I think I remember you almost saying like I've been trying to tell you this you know like I've been like saying this is what I'm struggling with you know and like I don't think I was really hearing it as quickly you know but my approach was always like okay like let's let's get home let's see how I can help her you know and like try to like support her Um, but but sometimes you know it takes a little more than that to be like okay like there's there's really an issue here like what what can we do to help that other than me just being like okay you go take a nap you know or whatever because if you're dealing with you know postpartum depression it's more than just you know just go sleep that off you know it's like it's a it's a real thing that people struggle with so um but I know I mean, it's a, a season of a great it was a great test in our marriage you know just like okay like we got to buckle down and we got to like rely on the lord and really just like figure out how to give this to him right like how Mm -hmm. i like practically like ask him to to help and um and go from there but yeah i mean that's like she said like i'm like i i love you i love you when we started dating when we got married like we weren't perfect then either you know it's Mm -hmm. like these these things it's not like some sort of blindsiding thing like you're an anxious person like i knew that like let's let's just talk about it and let's figure it out and like do you know do what we can and and that's I mean the communication aspect of all of it is always like Mm -hmm. we come back to like we just got to be willing to tell each other like how we're feeling and like what we're struggling with even if in the moment that's going to cause an issue like you know nobody like I had to be honest with her and be like you know it's hard to come home sometimes because you are like it was like she was taking it out of me too you know and I was like I just I just need you to know that like I'm not blaming you like I know you're struggling but like it's tough for me too and I feel like that was kind of a a eye-opening moment for you a little bit you know and just like that was not easy but like it led to figuring stuff out and led to you know healing and everything and and you just kind of take it from there yeah I don't know if it's just
2: you because I don't know of have about me it was really struggling and then when he finally was like this is actually really hard for me and like I don't enjoy that I, I don't know how yeah, yeah. that was worded but when he finally like told me I think that was almost a wake of a call that like this isn't normal and this isn't okay and like something needs to change yeah. so that communication and I would say on the outside you would probably have no idea that that had been going on at home
1: yeah for sure um
2: But we are very open about it, and I think sometimes it's hard to share when you're going through it. But when you like start to come out the other side, and right away, when we started coming out the other side and sharing with people, the Lord just like used it almost instantly. Where there were multiple people in our lives that are somehow started sharing that they were dealing with that too, like they had bad marriage or depression or anxiety or baby blues or whatever and you're like oh just going through that shoe this is what we're doing this is what's working yeah. um I think like being able to be vulnerable to work mm-hmm. that like really quickly yeah it's huge yeah
3: that's huge being vulnerable is strength and mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people get it confused when we're you know, my power is made perfect in your weakness. That's the Bible mm-hmm. says that. And God isn't mm-hmm. lying when he tells us that, you know, like yeah, he wants us to be open with one another where we're weak because that's where <clears> strength <throat> comes in through us for others and vice yeah. versa. So I, and it's very, yeah. very powerful in marriage. I think it was beautiful. Josh and I talk about it all the time. It all comes down to communication and being willing yeah. and open to have the hard conversations. You know, sometimes when I've struggled with depression my whole life. And sometimes when he's like, well, this is hard for me too, I'm like, it's harder for me. Like, I don't want to hear about it's hard for you. You know, and (laughs) you need to be open to say, okay, I want to be empathetic to my spouse and understand that it's hard for him too. He loves me, you know, and we're in this together. God has made it to where we bear each other's weight, you know, and we have to Mm -hmm. be conscious of that.
0: Mary, would you say that Phil is a, a patient man? <laughs> look at the smile
3: <laughs> he's
0: patient so uh, guys i think you could take this as a hint like uh yeah you know, page, patience is important it's so yeah. important mm-hmm. and it's not just because your wife suffers with depression my wife suffers with depression but we need to know like women desire patience from a man. They do. And Mm -hmm. that's a that's a side that I don't know about you, Phil, but for me, with the way that I was raised, is patience wasn't ever an important aspect as a man, right? It's Mm -hmm. it's just do as I say, do, you know, do this, do that. I don't need to care. That's your job to care. And that's just so that's so backwards in the reality of it. Like you guys have a happy marriage, number one, because you're obedient to Christ. I mean, we know that's Mm -hmm. number one. But number two is is you care enough about your spouse to care about the things that matter about changing our own selves. And that's patience is something that we have to work on as a man. It doesn't come Mm -hmm. easily to us, you know, it's so, you know, I just love that you had this huge smile on your face, Mary, when I said that, because it, it, it matters that much. Does it not matter that much? Yes.
3: We had a similar story. We went, I've struggled with depression and some years it's worse than others. And I had been struggling Mm -hmm. for a few months and it was, nothing that really debilitated me in a long time since him and I had been together and we pulled into trunk or treat. Okay. So, and we were for our church and I had been telling him like, we can't go, like we can't go. And he's like, you know, like, come on, you know, we already signed up to have a trunk and then we pull in and we're parked. And I am like, I'm, I just break down and I'm like, I have been trying to tell you. Like I am yeah. not okay. I am not like, I'm the one that knows about this mm-hmm. and I am not okay. And he, that's when I'm, he's like, okay. Like I didn't realize yeah, and it was, that just brought me back to that when you guys said that, because I'm like, I've been trying to tell you like how bad I am yes. right now. And, uh, it's very, very important to bear it together and patience, patience is a huge. Yeah.
1: yeah I mean, cause guys, we can just be like, all right, like I, I get it. Like the struggle and now it's just like, not struggle anymore, you know, like you yes, got it. Yes. Like I'm here, yeah. I'm where we had this conversation. I'm supporting you. Like we're good to go, right? <laughs> yes. and it's like, oh yes. no, you know, and I think that like you just gotta pray for that patience because it is it is supernatural. Like you can't you're not born with that. You know, I think we all have our different measures of it, you know, but like you got to ask for it and understand that like it's all in the Lord's timing and like we know that like one of the reasons I was so passionate about her writing that book was like, okay, like we went through this and like, we're doing good now. And like, you can use this to help people. And like, I know that the Lord like wants you to use this to help people. And like, if we hadn't gone through that, then like she couldn't have written that. And Mm -hmm. she couldn't have had the conversations that she's had with so many other women and helped people, you know? So it's like, you you go through these things and the Lord knows that you're going through it and he knows that he's going to be able to use it for something down the road. And like, maybe it's, you know, a couple of months later, and you see and you recognize it. Maybe it's years later, but like you know, it, it happens. It does happen for a reason to be used. You know, in an impactful way. So,
0: yeah, it's funny. Um, you know, we we you know, since we are part of a recovery program at our own church, it's so important. We we talk about this all the time about how important your testimony is. You know, and mm-hmm. making sure that you share that. And I know a lot of times the the older Christians and stuff think testimony is about you know when they got saved, and
1: that's yeah. important.
0: It's it's not that it's not important, but. Mm-hmm. It, how has God worked in your life in the hard stuff? That's the stuff that yeah. people want to stay away from and are afraid to say because it shows that they're mm-hmm. broken. Well, we're all broken, right? We're all we're all yeah. dismantled. I mean, we're all imperfect mm-hmm. people, but our vulnerability and willingness and obedience to Christ and saying, "Hey, I'm willing to share this," and you encouraging your wife, like, "Yeah, write a book about it," you know. And a lot of people are yeah. like, "I'm not an I can't write a book." Like, who do I think? Yeah. I you know, it's a, it's yeah. that's not what it's about. It's about saying, yeah. "Hey, there's a testimony that." you know, can impact one other person, God's asking me to do this because this problem wasn't solved just for our marriage. You know, Mm -hmm. this problem has been solved so God can shine through us and, you know, and and impact us. So the support level, you know, we can feel it on the side of the camera, you know, from you guys, you guys are super supportive of each other and, um, you're, 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 you root for each other, you know, you're you're in each other's corner and stuff. So, you know, if, if, you know, Anybody could get anything today from that. It's something that's really important, I think, that you need need to understand. Like, you know, marriage is a team thing and your partner Mm -hmm. can't win without you winning too. And I think, you know, to stand in each other's corner and really root each other on and really, you know, you're excited for what each other do. And that's so Mm -hmm. important. We need to be passionate about what each other do.
3: Well, and I think about yeah. the book too, um, a lot of men, I mean, some women, but a lot of men struggle with pride and to mm-hmm. be encouraging to your wife, to allow people to have such an insight into not, if it's into her life, it's into your life. That's right. You know, yeah, and a lot man. of, a lot of men are, don't, they're very, you know, like they're, they don't want people to know about the struggles that they struggle with. So when you are a a woman, women are more keen to share, especially with one another. And so to have a husband, that's like, no, I'm encouraging you to get this out, to help, to help other people. But in doing so, that's also allowing people an insight into my life, you know, and about us. I think that's very powerful Mm -hmm. for people to know Mm -hmm. in a marriage, because a lot of men wouldn't want their spouse to write such a intimate book yep. like that. And yeah, I, okay. I know a lot of people personally that were touched by her book, people that reached mm-hmm. out to me said, Hey, can you find out if I can get her number? Because I really need to talk to her, you know? So yeah. it's yeah. God, God works through those things and through the yeah, struggles. Definitely. And it's very, very important. I think that's a powerful message to send to that. You mm-hmm. encouraged her to do so
0: yeah very much yeah so. we had
1: moments where it was like what 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 do you think about putting this in there like can i put this in there i not? not i'm like uh like but yeah like people need to hear that you know and it's it, again like we said like just portraying like this a perfect marriage or that like you're doing great all the time doesn't help anybody you know if anything it discourages people because they're like yeah well they have it all together they're like why can't we get it together you know like mm-hmm. why why are we struggling when they never struggle and it's like no, 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 like, we, we struggle, like, I can give you the years, different years in our marriage, where it was, like, year one, great, year two, really hard, you know, three, three through, uh, three through five, really good, year six, really bad, you know, and it's, like, and that'll continue for, you know, hopefully the next 60, 70 years, where yeah. it's, like, yeah. some great ones, some hard ones, but, like, you, you take all of that, and you give it to other people, and they'll say, like, hey, oh, you guys, you guys went through that, too, like, this is what helped us, and, like, let's just, you can't be helpful without it. Yeah.
2: I was in a Bible study with women. I was by far the youngest woman by like 20 years, and I we were been really like freshly married, maybe a year, and it was on the book Lies Women Believe, and basically a lot of them were just sort of griping about their husband during this one chapter. And I was like, I mean, I really, you know, I'm really married, but I never want to get to the place where like I think about divorce. So I never really want to get to the place where like I'm unhappy or like whatever. And they like laughed at me and they're like, you're so young, like, and you're like, there's this happiness will wear off or whatever. And I, I don't know if that like inspired me or like if we would have done this no matter what.
1: It challenged and, you. It, yeah. <laughs> a
2: little competitive. But, uh, it like. I, I think I had said, like, I want to do the work now, so that, like, I'm never to the point where, like, we want to end our marriage, and I would say that we have, like, where I'm happier today than I ever have been in our marriage, Mm -hmm. and I, I'm sure there are storms ahead, but, like, I can see, like, I can't imagine life without him, and I,
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I think it's possible to, like, go through hard times, but not crumble, or, like, go through hard times, but knowing, like, Mm you're you're not quitting Mm -hmm. and you're going to keep trying to
3: improve on your
0: marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. So, um, you know, Christy and I are in a blended family, you know, we've both um, experienced life in divorce and how horrible that has been and how hard it is. And, you know, so it's nice for us to be able to talk to a couple that uh, are struggling along the way, but finding victory, you know, and that gives people hope. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's worth, it's worth putting the work in. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you, and I know Christy, will tell you the same. We didn't put the work in before. We just didn't do it. Right. We, Mm -hmm. we weren't following what God was telling us that we should be doing. We, we did what we wanted Mm -hmm. to do and it got us exactly where that always gets you and which is in the wrong place. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, it's inspiring to listen to you guys say, you know, you went to a Bible study with other believers and you're sitting in there and they're telling you like, you have blinders on girl. Like you don't even know, (laughs) but you're finding success, you know? And so it's easy to get, Get bitter in marriage, it's really easy to say, "Hey, you know, it works for you, but it doesn't work for us." And that's just not true because yeah. God has success for all of us in our own way and our own journey. You know, it's just a matter mm-hmm. of you know our level of obedience. So that leads me into this. You know, Mary, how do you keep God at the center of your marriage? Mm-hmm. You asked me
2: first,
1: but,
2: but <laughs> um, I, I think I do think we we are in an advantage. I don't know, I don't know, um, I haven't spoken to many other ministry families, but, like, we are going to, like, we have to go to church together all the time, and I know that we enjoy it, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, I am there every Sunday, we have a Bible study together, like, I think that knowing that our marriage is very strong, and that we haven't gotten here on our own, and, like, being able to, like, go to church together, and discuss that, and help helps us grow, mm-hmm. and. I, t- I talked about last night when I was on your podcast like I do a lot of bible studies on my own which helps my walk with the Lord but then like we talked about them all the mm-hmm. time and like getting to like I think when we just discuss that and we have that in common um and just remembering that like that is eternity is the goal like our marriage like I'm happy to be yeah. married and that's a wonderful part of life but like Eternity is the goal, like with us and our kids and our friends and our family and the people in our lives, mm-hmm. and like I think that helps me keep that as the focus. And he will like, well, does it matter? Does it matter in in eternity? Does it matter if this, this, and this in eternity are you turning people off toward the Lord by doing, you know, whatever? And I think because we have those honest conversations mm-hmm. and we can discuss the Bible, it helps keep an eternal focus. I think that's what keeps Christ the center because that's
0: that's what everything is about that's good all right phil yeah
1: Yeah, i mean i i would just keep it simple with like being involved in a local church together you know like it and it's not just you know begrudgingly dragging a spouse on a sunday morning like that's a can be the place where you got to start right like definitely but like just the fact that like you know we we want to be there and like we're making that a priority together too you know like that we did a bible study together because I was like
0: you know I could go to this men's one and
1: you could go to this women's one and those are amazing and they have their place obviously but we knew like for this current season we were like no we want to be teaching something together you know and studying it together um because you know I, i'm sure i wish maybe here at home we sat together and read the bible more you know together or something but like again like we're busy like we're going like left and right all the time or like i'm studying at work for you know certain things and she's doing her personal studies and everything you know if we're doing that stuff on our own so it's like okay like what can we practically do together well mm-hmm. on Wednesday nights we can take the kids to Iwana we can go to our growth community together and we can teach that together and like you know in other people and that's mm-hmm. another place where we're just like you know we're honest about our walk with the Lord and our marriage and everything and it's just like and even like Sunday mornings, like I have to go there, I'm there at 7am. So like, she's not coming with me to start, you know, but once we're there, it's like, okay, like, I'm going to, as long as everything's going well with the tech and everything like, I want to come and sit with her, you know, and like sit and like, be like, the church together, you know, and yeah. so, I, don't know, I don't want it to be a cop out answer. But it, it's so easy in life to be going in so many different directions that like sunday can come and go and you're just not there and it's like well why does it matter like why does it really matter like i, I just like we'll be there and i'll be there next month you know or whatever and it's like well like there, there is like when you're making that a priority Well like family time is important yeah time. like when you're making that church time a priority together as a family like it it does like work wonders you know in your life so like this just go and just fight that push from the devil to keep you away from it and go and be, you know, find your way
0: to be involved.
1: And yeah. And it makes such a huge difference. So,
0: Yeah, I agree. I think it's important that we put ourselves in a position. I suggest this to my guys in my group. I'm like, you need to put yourself in a position where you're in charge of something. So if you're in charge of something at church, now you have a responsibility. Mm -hmm. And if you have that responsibility now, I mean, it's for you, it's a job, but you're saying, hey, yeah. that's a good thing, actually, you know, because now it kind of mm-hmm. puts us in a position to where we have, you know, we're more involved with the local church like that. And sure. I think it's real easy for people to say, oh, I go to church. Yeah, but you are the yeah. church, right? We need to remind yeah. ourselves that we yeah. are the Definitely. church. So go and be the church at, you know, the mm-hmm. building, you know, with other people. Yeah. And we do that by putting ourselves in a position to where we become responsible for something. And Definitely. if we That's become great. responsible of it, now now we're, you know, we're being intentional about doing that. So mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. we just had
3: yeah. um, life group this afternoon with our small mm-hmm. group. And that yeah. was something that we talked about is how powerful community is because you mm-hmm. get lost up in life. And we all, if we're honest, sit back and say, I wish, you know, every single time a thought or a worry or something happens in my life, the first thing I think of is go to God. And that's not always the case. All, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of times we go to worry first or we're picking up the phone and calling a friend or we're calling our spouse and it's good to be surrounded, go to church, be surrounded by a community to say, when you are saying like this and this, and I'm busy and people are saying, but are you praying? Are, are you involved? Are you serving? Like, those are the Mm -hmm. things that keep you grounded as a person and in your marriage. Because you have to yeah. stay humble, especially in a marriage. Because it's easy to say, "Well, I do this, this, and this, and this. What do you do?" Yeah. And yeah. you should make it a competition. I know. I, he probably doesn't know this, but I walk around a lot. Oh, I know. No, I walk <laughs> around a lot, and I actually start <laughs> trying to make it a game for myself in my head yeah. about realizing all the stuff he does that would be so yeah, easy yeah. for me to take for granted. Like taking the garbage mm-hmm. out. Like I I yeah. I've never taken the garbage out. You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like and it's easy just to not think about that. Like the yeah. garbage yeah. fairy doesn't come if something happened to him and him and I, <laughs> you know, he died. Yeah. And the You're garbage fairy just there. isn't gonna come and take my garbage out for me. Like that's something yeah. that I should be appreciative of. And mm-hmm. in marriage, it's important to keep God at the center, but a lot of God is being grateful, mm-hmm. going to God first yeah. and being mindful of those things.
0: Definitely. Yeah, it's so true. So, uh, as we wrap up today, uh, you know, if you could give our listeners just one single piece of advice, you know, something that you believe that's been super impactful for you guys in your marriage and your journey. And, um, you know, what would it be? What would you give and why would you give that piece of advice? Phil go first. <laughs> yes,
1: I will go first. Um, I mean, I would kind of like, first it's like the man, right. We're talking about like Leading, you know, like you have to be as a husband, you have to be willing to lead, even when it's tough, even when it's uncomfortable, even if maybe you're more soft spoken than your wife is, you know, like there it's difficult, but like leading in those moments, if it's leading to have a conversation because you know something's off and she's not wanting to talk about it, you know, then that's leading and going, okay, hey babe I love you let's sit down like what's going on you know or we're talking about church if that's saying hey listen we're getting up on Sunday and we're going and what what do I got to do to help make that happen you know like do I got to help get the kids ready you know or whatever like for us it's like hey are we having trouble you having trouble getting there Sunday morning do I need to take Molly with me? you know or whatever but just like just as a guy just being willing to take that position of leadership but that right we know that that's humbling yourself and being a servant, right. To really lead your family, you're serving them. And just knowing that like, what, what does my spouse need? Am I willing to, to sacrifice, to show her like, love for like Christ loves us. So it's just like, just be willing to, to do that and be that, you know, it won't always be easy, but it's
0: important. That's good. All right, Mary, do you have anything you want to add?
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, okay. So mine is like a little bit totally off. Of what you said that yeah, was that's great. wonderful. But um so I have an experience. So I lost my dad when I we were partially engaged and my mom has never said this to me as like take warning or whatever. But the things that she says to me I said to him, I, like, I miss going for walks with your dad. I miss mm. going out to dinner with your dad. I miss Yeah, it's picking up me, his
1: laundry. Like, <laughs> no, like <laughs> I miss
2: like Talking to your dad. She's never said, like, I'm so glad I don't have to pick up his laundry. I'm so glad I don't have to like, you know, whatever. She's just so like she just misses him and she doesn't like talk about like the bad stuff in their marriage, like she's, you know, whatever. She would but she has said like what I would give to like pick up your dad's Mm -hmm. again, you know. And so that helps me in those moments when I'm like, Oh, there's his pajamas on the floor.
1: Guilty all the time, like, okay, but
2: it doesn't. It's whatever. Like it doesn't bother me. Am mm-hmm. I gonna pick a fight and like lose minutes that I have with him mm-hmm. because I think that that is like, and that didn't happen right away because yeah. that's something I've realized over time with like observing my mom and how she's like done her grieving process, is the things that she says and it really has formed it's it was very formative in me and mm-hmm. i almost like get sad when i see like his pajamas on the floor because i think of my mom doesn't have anyone's pajamas yeah. to pick up you know like so it, it it reminds me to be grateful for that and i don't know if that's as impactful if you haven't lost a spouse but if you can put yourself in that mindset that like i have someone and you know people say he's not my kid or you know like he still picks up for himself sure but like in that moment i can say hey you forgot to put your pajamas Mm -hmm. away instead of like oh my gosh you forgot to put your pajamas away you know um i think it just changes your heart and how you have that conversation with
1: them yeah so many little things so many tiny little things that you could fight about right but it's like is it is that worth it right is this the battle that you you want to fight
0: yeah, it's choosing to be better. You know, and I think, you know, uh-huh. you talked about, you know, basically you sum it up, you it's be grateful, you know, be grateful for all yeah. the little things. Christy was just saying that and you know, Phil. I think you know you. You're in the church. You know, you work in the church. I work in the church, and, mm-hmm. the, and there's yeah. not enough male leadership. There just isn't. You know, yeah, and yeah, we're definitely. Called to lead our family, we're called to lead, and mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily to be a tyrant. You know, we're not. Yes. Leadership yeah, leadership isn't being a tyrant and telling people mm-hmm. what to do. It's it's the it's the ultimate support role. You know, it's yeah. how can yeah. I help and what way can I yeah. support you because God has given me the ability to do so. And you know, asking yeah. us to step up as men. And you know, not every marriage is is happy all of the time. You mentioned, you know, you guys have had yeah. some rough years and, um, you know, I mean, our marriage is perfect, but I mean, other than that, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. on
1: fire, right? Right. <laughs> so like,
0: yeah. Touche. No, you know, but we yeah, have times season. I'm setting him on fire. Yeah. Whoa. No, but you know, but we have seasons we go through, but it's the hope and understanding yeah. like the work we're putting in today, it's gonna it's gonna pay off. And mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of times through grit teeth we have to do things, but as men of our home, you know, we gotta remember we're we're the one that's been given this, you know, and we need to lead it yeah. appropriately and, and sometimes mm-hmm. that's biting our tongue extra hard or it's putting in the extra work and that's just the way yeah. that it is. So But
3: I think Definitely. what Mary said too though is key. Uh, she said, it changes your heart in that moment about looking like at his pajamas on the floor or things like that. And that is what Jesus does for us. Mm. So mm-hmm. we, if we're keeping God at the center of our marriage, God would want us to have a heart change in that moment. Yeah, He doesn't want us to do anything out of anger and us mm-hmm. being human. A lot of times that's easier said than done. But having that constant reminder to look at it differently and say, I could, I could get mad at this, but what if he wasn't here anymore? Mm-hmm. Really, would mm-hmm. I be mad about it? And yeah. it's all about perception. And a lot of people, yeah. I've said this to a lot of women, you know, that they they say similar things like, he's not a child. He's not your child. He could take care of himself. Yes. But do mm-hmm. I want to set my husband up for success? Do I want to mm-hmm. send him going out into the world, being a light for God? after I just got done yelling at him or us fighting, Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I set him up for success and let him know I'm his biggest fan. And, and then recognize the things that I probably do that I'm not conscious of that. He just takes care of for me Mm -hmm. that, that he doesn't ever say anything to me about. And I think that was a huge thing that she said about the heart change, because Mm -hmm. that is what God would want. Ultimately is for our heart to change through it, especially in marriage because the devil wants to see nothing more than marriages
1: break up definitely and you're growing you're growing all the time you know people want to get married and year one and year two have like arrived you know and it's like no like as christians right our whole life we're being sanctified and growing and growing and like it should never be should never feel bad that like you're not where you're supposed to be because it's a journey like you need to acknowledge that and you know in a marriage like know that like hopefully every day my heart's being softened for you know her and and that we're, we're growing together and, you know, you're on a, on a journey together and you it has been and, you guys just ups are and, and You're a yeah. beautiful couple. <laughs> Thank you, you are.
0: You guys are, you put in the work, yeah. you know, and that's why we appreciate yeah. you guys coming on here. You know, um, mm-hmm. you know, Mary do us a favor, let us know where we can get in contact with you. I want to make sure that we give proper links and things of that nature. Do you have somewhere where we can get in touch?
2: Yeah, I mean my Instagram is probably like the biggest place. All of my my book is linked in there and everything, um, which is Mary K Piasecki P is fall I A S and Sam E C K I. Um, it is my Instagram handle and that's where I update on book stuff, do stuff, what life stuff I talk about stuff, how stuff, how you stuff know stuff or you know documentary document. Documenting, yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, our uh, house kind of
0: filling journey on there and everything. So mm-hmm. that would be the best place to get in. Follow us, yeah. Follow our and Phil, we know that you play and we could, you they probably yes. stream. So where could we yes. go if we wanted to watch and listen?
1: Yeah, if you're in the I mean, if you're in the Waterford area, that's where I lead really worship there at the our Waterford location at River Church. We're there at 10 30 on Sundays. Um, so 10 30, I'm, I'm live on uh. Sundays and then uh seven PM on Tuesday nights is our recovery gathering. So that's uh um live as well. And I mean she's always tagging me and stuff or whatever on on hers. But Yeah I,
2: the River Church Facebook page
1: Yeah, yeah. If you well, really if you're really Tuesdays, inclined to hear me back. sing. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know that yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes.
0: You're not going <laughs> to Tuesdays, no. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, after the fact. Wednesday <laughs> morning is a great time. I'll do it later <laughs> <again>. <laughs> All right,
0: guys. Well, thank yeah. you so, yeah. so very much. We yeah, truly thank appreciate you. it. We will have to make sure we get a chance mm-hmm. to do this again.
1: Yes, definitely. Yeah, it fun. Appreciate it, guys.
0: All right. Thanks. Bye. Right.
1: Yeah, we'll see Bye. you. Bye, guys.
0: Wow. What an amazing, amazing interview that was. There were so much knowledge and experience from they're actually a fairly young couple to be able to bring and share about on marriage today so yeah what so much exciting. wisdom yeah. yeah yeah it really was so much wisdom there's so many truth bombs i tried to make sure that there was a lot of stuff put in the chat today just to help remind everybody you know so but if you want to get in contact with them um you could do there i put stuff down in the chat box down below you can get in contact with them you can check her book out on amazon i put a link on there as well so you could check that out um you know it's They're pouring themselves into uh, what God is giving them. And I absolutely adore that they do that. Mm -hmm. And they're vulnerable about it. And that's just so important that people do that.
3: Mm -hmm. Marriage is
0: very, very important. It is important. And it's important that we stay humble before the Lord, humble before our spouse. And we continue to work hard on that. So Mm -hmm. we want to thank everybody so much for being here. And we'll see you next Tuesday at 7. Bye. Bye.